Hey there, Lions fans. Welcome to the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Randy and Rich here with you. Hey! Uh, coming to you from Epler Road, just uh, off the uh, Sh- Sh- Emmett Charlevoix County Fairgrounds here. Uh, just uh, In Petoskey. Up, up the road, up Epler Road from uh, some big hole in the ground that they're filling in with stuff. It's it's like a it looks like a natural ravine with a bunch of uh, you know that they just want to re- to fill in to make it not such a hazard. Say somebody drove off the edge of that thing, it right. would be suicide. It really would. Yeah, but they're filling it in so, with a bunch of you know uh, concrete and natural rocks and stuff that, that yeah, dig from other sites coming from digs. other places around the the county. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure why we're here, but these things are interesting to to us sometimes. Well, well because <laughs> yeah, basically, what's going on over there? Well, it's spring cleanup. You know, you watch yeah, these yeah. dump trucks come in, dump this stuff. It's pretty cool. That stuff falls all the way down. Right, but, right. Uh, but yeah, but the Lions did some spring cleaning Speaking this year of too. Spring cleaning. Yeah, we would kind of want to get into that a little bit. Like they released some guys, and uh, unofficially they've brought some other guys in too. But we don't have a whole lot on them until it get becomes a re- official. Then then we'll uh, we'll get on it. But right now it's just you know just Twitter news. Twitter news. We call it Twitter news. <laughs> Seems more than that. Well, but, it does, you know, but yes, yes, it really isn't. Is. <laughs> but it, it it is. I mean, it's it's their ninety, eighty nine. Are they at ninety now? I think. Maybe? I have I haven't today? counted them, buddy. I haven't heard yeah. score on that yet either. So yeah, I think I think they're they're so close. They're very close. So, um, and that's good. But uh, yeah, today was a D lineman. Uh, Christian. Uh, I'm horrible with names. Oh, you you don't write this stuff down. You got a notebook and everything. You always put it on your phone, and then you gotta mess with the recording. <laughs> you go on your phone and find out what the heck these guys' names are. Come on, Rich. We're professionals. Well, it's supposed to be anyway. Uh, nowhere near no. that. Well, yeah. true. We don't get paid yeah. for this shit. <laughs> I tell you, he's, uh, he had a hundred and. 89 tackles in, in 102 games. Uh, Christian Covington. Yeah, I had the, the first name right. Christian Covington. Yeah. And, and what position? D-lineman. So, yeah. Hmm. Outside, inside. That's still unofficial. I haven't seen that on the transfer. Uh, yeah, but, but, you know... It, like to say, it's news. It's, it, a, it's the Twitter news. It's, it's summertime. You know, a lot of these guys, like I, I think the guy from Australia is probably actually in Australia, you know, in the off season here. So well, I, th- I think the Lions were actually awarded the guy from Australia. Uh, yeah, that's a special the, program, isn't it? Yes. So uh, I don't know specifics about that whole thing, but uh, a certain number of teams... Uh, Entered into some sort of a, I don't know if you call it a lottery or, or what, but um, yeah, kind they, of. the teams ranked the guys they liked in order and, uh, and they were assigned a dude. And it, yeah, it's kind of like a waiver kind of wire thing, you know? Right. So you know, the international, uh, yeah, some sort of international. Rule, yeah. Uh, 
international draft. Let's call it that. You know. <laughs> I, think, I, I, think I mean, they, was, you know, uh, there was some sort of uh, pro day in in Florida for some of these international guys, and they they were able to check them out there. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and, and who knows? He could just be camp fodder. You know, like a lot of these guys probably will be, but he played. He played the Australian rules football, American football. No, no, Australian rules football. They, it's different. Okay. Yeah, different. I'm not sure how, but um, like different rules. Uh, still uh, rugby-ish. Yeah, uh, that's what in, I was kind of wondering. Right? Kind of soccer, rugby kind of thing, or. The, the ball is is between a football and a uh, rugby ball. Big. Uh, it looks yeah, it looks just a different shape, and uh, they don't have helmets and shoulder big old shoulder pads, if any at all. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's different. Yeah, uh, and he real played, man football. He played eh? tight end, so I, he's gonna be hanging out in the tight end room. So um, so they still have. You know, a tight end in, in Australian rules football. Um, so, so yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I know about him, uh, except his name. I don't even have that written down or on my phone. That's well, that tentative I am. That's all right. When yeah. when it becomes uh, an official transaction, then we'll bring it up again. But See, yeah, there you go. It's, that's it's unofficial, so I don't have to remember. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's and and, and yes, Bill. Yeah, it, when it becomes official, I'll write it down. There you go. Okay, so that's, so that way I know we'll have it. So with Rich, sometimes you just can never tell what the hell's gonna happen. So <laughs> that's the beauty of it all, really. Yeah. Keep them guessing, Richard. <laughs> yep. Oh boy. Yeah. So you know, I there there's some some things that yeah, so uh, those are the two guys that that aren't on the board that I can bring to the table. Uh, yeah. Christian and another guy from from Australia. Australia. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I say, when those things come on on. Uh, an actual thing on the transaction list, then then we'll we'll talk about it then. But uh, like for right now, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna get into some other stuff here now. Um, they did release three players yesterday, I believe it was Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Demetrius Taylor, which is the one that really totally surprised me, and we'll get back to him. But the other three two guys were Barry Hill, the wide receiver that got in trouble with. Jamison Williams uh, when they were doing that betting stuff. They didn't release him right away, but, uh, you know, I, when you're an undrafted free agent, you're not going to get the same royalties as a first-round draft pick, you know? Right. So, so, yeah, that, so he's gone now, and I understand that. Will McCain, he was a very, very early signing this year as, a, um, like, a one of the first guys. Yeah, I think it was a futures contract Probably or so. something like that. But Yeah. I, mean, I remember the signing. And yeah, like kind of, kind of wanted to make a big deal about it at the time, 
But the thing is that, uh, you know, he's just not a big deal, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> he was he come in as being camp fighter right from the start. So now he can go do that someplace else. Is he a linebacker? Uh, Will McCain? No, I believe he's a cornerback. Corner, okay. Yeah, and uh, so uh, there was there was that. Now, um, now Barry Hill, yeah, I don't... I, there's no really no surprise there because no he got in trouble and he should know the rules and blah 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 and okie dokie that's that we got nothing invested Antoine Green might be a hair better than him already well I yeah. I can tell you that right now but you know Green might be like I in the 53 for the first six six weeks there while J-Mo's off you know six yeah. games yeah and uh, Brad Holmes mentioned him in his last presser or in an interview I think an interview maybe with Tim Twentyman or something that uh, Antoine Green's got uh, special teams abilities in, in like th three levels I think he said oh yeah, yeah. So, so you know a guy like that you know yeah. there was three guys that they thought uh, that Brad Holmes mentioned that he thought could very well be a starter you know or not necessarily a starter but could make the 53 you know, yeah, he had three guys out there, and and I, I'm not exactly sure which three those would be, you know, but uh, that's all he said, as far as I remember, you know. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, we got, we got three guys on there that actually should have been drafted as well, you know, and uh, the guy that I'm most excited about in the undrafted free agents is is the running back, not Ibrahim. I think mm -hmm. that kid right there can run a damn football, and I'm <laughs> telling you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting camp battle between uh, him uh, and uh, Craig Reynolds and Greg Bell. I, I, at this point, I don't necessarily see Jefferson as anything but camp fodder. <laughs> he was a draft pick, you know, late-round draft pick. But, you know, he, he, he was a good flyer back then, and he's helped us through. Uh, now it's probably time to. He's got to put right? up or shut up, and, and if not, then you know we'll see you on the waiver wire, you know. And uh, so, so and, yeah, yeah I, I don't have. You know what you got in the guy, you know. Right. It's uh, it's just to me, it's time for new blood. And and I kind of think the Lions think so too, unless Jefferson, you know, really takes off this year and shows that he's he's I, I just, more than what he's been. Yeah, I, I think that. Ship has sailed, as they say. <laughs> yeah. And now it's sailing in the other direction. Yeah. See, now another thing I want to bring up about the running backs department is, is you know, you've got Monty and Gibbs now, you know, as mm. your one and two. You know, with what you got going on underneath, how many of these running backs are you actually going to keep on the fifty-three? You yeah, know, are yeah. you going to keep three? Or are you going to keep four? You know, four because Cabinda's probably going to make the team either way. You know, yeah, they got a couple mil wrapped up yeah, into him, so you know the whole tight end thing though too. That's you don't really have out of those guys. You don't have a, a blocking tight end anymore, right? Uh, you yes, know, and they didn't upgrade the blocking essence of their tight end group in the draft or in free agency, right? Uh, unless this guy from uh, Australia is a hell of a blocker, but uh, so you know, so I think Kabinda does feel safe, right? That's all I was getting. Well, at I would think so. that he would because he really doesn't have any competition except maybe from Brock Wright, you know, or yeah. except maybe from James Mitchell, 
you know. Yeah, maybe he excels you know? as a blocker this year. You never um, can tell. I think, you know, it could be one of those guys, you know. and That's why everyone was after the uh, Washington this year was because he was just a big-ass dude that could block like right. no one else on the team, you know. Right, well, you know, they, he still, uh, he, you know, Jason Cabinda still calls himself uh, a tight end fullback, right? Is that where he converted from tight end, right? Or did he no, convert he from linebacker? linebacker. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's what it is. Linebacker. And running back in, in high school. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, you know, I'm not exactly sure what the Lions call him. You know, H-back, you know, yeah, fullback, fullback yeah. you know. Yeah. The, the NFL just sticks with fullback anymore on a roster. They don't, they don't let you, I don't know if they actually set rules, but I don't think you can have a, right. a halfback. You know? I mean, technically, Cabinder, he, he plays Cab- that position, but Cabinder. just list him as a <laughs> Cabinder. Cabinder. Yeah, and uh, just list him as a fullback. Um, yeah, but he's Even the, if he's a tight end that plays the position, now, he's a fullback. He's the, he's the guy. He's the do-it-all guy. He, he does the dirty work. I yeah. think he's the enforcer. He goes out there make sure that his quarterback is safe. Because yeah. Jefferson's not that kind of guy. No, and, not at all. You know, you know, Reynolds isn't that kind of guy. He can pick up some pass blocking for I, you. But... I think Bell's more that guy than you think he is. I, no, I know I he's more. Bell. I, yeah, I yeah, said, you, I you said did... Reynolds. I skipped, no, you... I skipped Bell. Or I meant to skip Bell. Well, you didn't. You said Greg Bell. Okay, sure. And so, but... Uh, I think I think Bell's a better than than Jefferson, you know for sure. I really just I see I just see Jefferson being long gone, you know. Yeah. After camp, I just yeah, I we, just we mentioned that. If, if, <laughs> yeah, if if he doesn't go beforehand, you know. Um, but anyway, let's get yeah. out of the running backs because I, I think that's enough on them. I think are you, how many are you going to keep, Rich? You going to keep three or are you going to keep that's four? The question, right? Uh, right offhand, uh, I'm going Monty Gibbs and Ibrahim. And Reynolds, see if you can stash Reynolds and Bell on the practice squad yeah, for, for that first day, right? And well, then everything's up in the air. Well, here's the thing about Reynolds, okay? They gave him an actual contract. It's got, like, a, I think a two-year deal. Oh, that could be. It's three-year, two-year deal, three-year deal, two-year deal. I don't know. You're so, telling me. So, yeah, I think it's a two-year deal. But so I, he, he to me, he makes it's team either way. It, it's Monty, Gibbs, and Reynolds, okay? Yeah. Now, to me, that fourth spot, you know, would be between Abraham and Bell. And so, you know, with mm-hmm. Cabinda, it could be one of those two guys plus Cabinda. And that would leave five, you know. That's but the, my problem. I don't see it that way, though. I think they're going with three this year because if you got to carry Hooker on your, on your squad, you know, that mm-hmm. would be three quarterbacks. And, and the way that's looking is at this point in time, it, it, it could be – Four tight ends, but you know, three anyway for sure. Yeah, you know, so yeah, without and that could having be counted forward. You know, I want to start with three tight ends. Right, three but let, let me backs, finish this for like, three running backs and the fullback. The other question is like, are you going to carry five wide receivers or six? You know, and and how many how many quarterbacks or how many running backs that you keep is going to determine that number. I mean, if you you want to keep. Four tight ends, you know, you're probably only going to carry five wide receivers, you know. If you want to carry uh, only three tight ends, you know, and 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 three running backs, then then that's going to give you a little. That's going to give you a, an extra quarterback and an extra wide receiver. Yeah. So you know, depending on if they're going to go, you know, like twenty four, twenty six, or twenty twenty six, twenty four, whatever, you know. 
Oh, but, they, yeah, they were 24 on offense last year, weren't they, on the first day? They, had, they were. They were. They had, like, 20, 23, 27, I thought. You know, I was like, they got some extra guys on offense that they want to keep. something weird, yeah. Yeah, so. so you, you never know. And that's the, the fun of trying to guess that first day of the 53 is, a, is, is, is ridiculously hard. Right. <laughs> but, it, you know, but when all the hoopla is over, after everybody's released everybody, everybody picks up, after that first day, everything kind of drops off. And then that's kind of when you want to let those players hit the waiver wire, you know? Yeah. Because everybody's kind of, like, set with their team, you know? Okay, these are the guys we want, you know? And then then, then some of these guys that, that you have that you kind of want back on your practice squad but still have to go through the waiver wire, you know? That's the, that's the best time to do that, you yeah. know? Well, so you yeah, keep well, them on your squad. If you can keep them on your 53 for an extra day, you know, then yeah. you can release them and bring back the guys you want. You know, everyone's already full up on the castoffs. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, first round of castoffs. So yeah, so that'll be interesting how that goes. Like you said, and, and one thing about the the quarterbacks is remember the you know, it was a big tell to me uh, in, in March or whenever the, the news came out that uh, the Lions were opting for the, a rule change or calling for a rule change to have a, a, an emergency quarterback on your, like an extra quarterback on your 53. Right. You know, so uh, to kind of help with what happened to San Francisco in the, in the playoffs. And uh, so it seemed like to me that they were trying to get that extra spot so they could have maybe three quarterbacks and then Hooker on as your as their emergency as a fourth or something like that. Or, well, you know, or have Hooker on the fifty three, and then Sudfeld is the emergency, and and bring in uh, your guy Teddy Bridgewater. You well, know? see here, this is <laughs> yeah, that's not necessarily the way I see it. I mean, I like I like Teddy Bridgewater and all, and, and there is absolutely no way you should count him out of being on this team yeah. yet. Well, my, that know. wasn't really my point. My well, point no, no, I know. I'm going a different route here, all right? <laughs> I want to stick to my point, though. Well, I know, but I I, I still think they could sign Teddy, you know, but the thing right. is, is you got four, four... It's just immensely hard with three on the... Well, you got four quarterbacks already. Yeah, well, okay. Martinez is your practice squatter, but... Well, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, but he could still get pounced on, too. Right. Hooker is but not going to get a snap. In the no. NFL for the next two years, you need someone that's Martinez level, and it could be longer than two years. Yeah, but you're right; it could be Bridgewater that that comes in. Right, it's just it's just expensive. Um, yeah, see, now I just don't know what they would do with Sudfeld other than just release him. But they've already given him money. I guarantee. Yeah, it's not that much, you know. Right. But, but I mean, you need four guys in camp. Is all I'm saying, and Hooker ain't one of them, so. You gotta have a fourth, and but and, yeah, yeah. And, oh, there's ring. Oh, Jesus! Ringer off. It's our buddy Todd. <laughs> Button in. Yeah. Look out! Hey, Todd, what's going on? You're on you guys our in the middle of a podcast yet? Yes, yes we, you are. We are. You are being recorded. You are under recording. Wow, well, I'm sorry. Oh, sure you are. You did this on purpose. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, we were uh, kind of talking about the quarterback situation. 
about how uh, many quarterbacks they might keep on the roster. And if they bring Teddy Bridgewater in, what happens to Sudfeld, you know, or what happens to, to anybody else, you know. I, 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 that They still have not retracted their uh, offer for, for, uh, for Teddy. It's still out there. So, you know. It's in his best interest to wait. Yeah, what what it is? It is in his best interest to wait. And Hooker, you know, he's probably going to start on IR. Didn't uh, Brad Holmes come out? No, it wasn't Brad Holmes. It was uh, Coach Campbell came out and said that he's going to have a red shirt year. A red shirt year. Now, whatever that means, you know, we don't know. It means he's not going to get hurt. He's not going to get. He's going to get. He's going to get coached for like I would say he's going to have a red shirt year for the next two years. You know, Hooker's not playing. Or he's you know not playing in the first month, and so your first fifty-three man roster's got to. You don't know if he'll be on IR or if he'll actually be on the roster. Yeah, that's true too. You know, so you know maybe uh, yeah, it see what Martinez can do versus Sudfeld for the number two right now. You know. Yeah, and, and Martinez has got skills and a lot of experience. It's kind of fun. You know, as far as somebody coming out of college, I, I I don't think he's a horrible plan B if you are hooker. Yeah. yeah. You know, it it's it isn't bad. He's developmental and, and the thing of it is is the more uh backup time you give him the more value he has when you do decide to either cut him, trade him, or do whatever. It's it's Mary? a win-win situation for Detroit. Whether, whether they pick up another quarterback yet or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I, I just, um, I don't think Hooker is going to have any kind of uh, um, a career yet except just learning for the next two years and and with the talks of Jared Goff possibly getting an extension you know I I think what they would do is give Jared Goff a three-year extension so it making it even five years and and be caught up with the rest of it have the right there along the same timeline as his offensive line you know yeah. um then you then you trade hooker and trade away two first round picks to get your uh, first round quarterback in like 20. What is that? 2024, 20, 20, 25? 20, 20, 28 in five years from now. Right? Oh, well, yeah, there you go. You yeah. know. So, so you know, they, they, they got quite a plethora of quarterbacks on the team right now, but there's still the possibility that that um, Teddy Bridgewater could also be part of this too. I don't see him going into the season with that many quarterbacks, but you're right. It, it's in Teddy's best interest. To wait until, you know, somebody actually needs him, you know, because then he knows yeah, he's going to yeah, be and, starting. And that's probably not going to happen until fall camp. <clears throat> all of a sudden, these guys start falling by the wayside and people are going to go, well, we really need an experienced guy and might offer him more than what Detroit already has, which is a good, sound, legitimate offer. Sounds you like know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I tell you what, out of this draft with all the quarterbacks that were taken, to me, this is the guy that I would have preferred Detroit to take anyway. You know, I did say Canner McKee, but it seemed like two days before the draft happened, 
his 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 draft board just just went right in the toilet, you know. It, it was a couple months. Yeah, it just but, it just went down, down, yeah. down, and down, and down. And 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 even though he mm-hmm. was like like the most golf like quarterback, you know, as far as his arm was concerned, no, he was not. It's just a body type, you know. Yeah. So. Well, the, yeah, and the the thing of it is, in a situation like that, you're looking at there's a guy you're looking at two to three years of grooming anyway. Whereas Hooker is more, even though he's injured, when he gets healthy, he is more the quintessential come in and make a difference kind of guy rather than McKee. McKee's a golf clone. Yeah, well, that's what I said. You know, it's like I started seeing what was happening to his draft stock, but but it's just like Hooker. I mean, he, he climbed, it got up into the third round, and then it's like, he just kept going, you know, and but uh, where we got him, I, I was I was happy camper, you know. I really was. I didn't really thought, didn't really want to take a uh, a quarterback, you know, especially one, you know, in the first two rounds, first three rounds. No, I didn't really want to do that, you know. But uh, we did, <laughs> and. Uh, the earliest I said we should even start thinking about it was third round, and you know, bingo. Yeah, yeah. And, so and you can't. You know, I, I'd like to find reasons to be sure upset with it, but I really can't. <laughs> you know, I was. Right. Yeah. I. <laughs> now, Rich saying I said this in February, and I said, "No, you didn't." He said, "Yes, I was." No, you didn't. <laughs> Remember, that's when you tried to throw me out of your house. Nah, I, I, because you were kind of set on an early round. Uh, Third one. round. No, early round. Third round. Back then, it was early round. No. You changed your mind since. No, then. you heard early and just went <laughs> off. But well, like, yeah, because hey, you really you don't. I didn't round really want one in the third round. I was thinking more along the lines of the fourth or fifth round. You know, I was just telling so, you the way it was, yeah. and you didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> bah humbug. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Just keep on not listening keep, to me. Well, just keep it up, Rich. I'll knock you down in that hole. There. <laughs> You'll be part of the natural uh, habitat here. But uh, it's all right. No, that's, that's all right. I, I think I, I think with away, so. I think with quarterbacks, it's it's going to be a fun, a really fun thing to watch this year. Hooker's going to be developing, but he won't be there in camp this year. Next year, I I really do believe he will be the number two. Sudfeld will probably be retired. You know, if he doesn't retire this year, he is twenty nine years old. Well, you if know. you've never actually started and. Throwing passes in the NFL, you can play until you're 50. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's got really good calluses on his fingers from hanging on to that clipboard, you know. Uh, let's, yeah, let's leave Aaron Rodgers out of this, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, I mean, this was a good take. I mean, you know, yeah. it's going to, it's going to depend on, on a lot of things, you know, how many quarterbacks, I think they're going to keep three. On the on the on the uh, roster this year, I think they're going to keep three running backs. I think they also going to keep three tight ends, and then that way they have the option for that number six wide receiver. You know, so 
I, I, I don't know which way they're going to go with, with all the linemen, but as far as I can see, it's pretty well self-explanatory. You know, pretty much the same thing as we had last year. Um, only uh, there's a couple positional players that that, yeah. you know, that might get beat out, but uh, they just got to bring in a fourth for yeah for camp. So basically, what they're doing well, is well, they they just picked up a, a defensive end. Oh, I just meant the quarterback in itself. Yeah, yeah, a fourth corner quarterback. Yeah, we're we're still on offense, Todd. <laughs> but you're right. We talked about that guy. Do you do you remember his name? Uh, Christian. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I just had it. Yeah. It was on my phone, which I can't that's what access that See, when I'm on my phone. That's, right? Yeah, I went. I went through that earlier with, with Randy. Yeah, but like I was saying before, or something like that. Like he was on LA Charger last year. Well, but like I was saying before, you know, when it comes down to the offensive linemen, there are going to be a couple of positional changes. Probably Matt Nelson will be on the outside looking in, but I have no idea about that. You know, and that, that backup guard spot on the other side, because Matt Nelson is really good about what he's been doing. You know, there's a lot of things he could do better, but it just seems like this regime really likes him, you know? Do you? He, do could, you be, he could be the competition for Cabinda, you know, uh, for that, for that, oh, that's, you know, yeah. for that H-back, fullback spot, you know? And, uh, mm -hmm. Because they got him as a jumbo jumbo blocker, you know, and the jumbo tight or the jumbo package, you know, extra blocker. They bring in Nelson, so you know, I don't know, you know, that's what that's what a tight end usually is. The kid in the draft, and they basically listed him as a guard, and, and I think the boy that I was plugging when he came out the fourth round is. Probably done. I think that sealed his fate. Who's that? Well, what? Uh, starts with an S. I'm trying to remember. Oh, oh Sors, Sors, Sorsdale. 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 Yeah, Sorsdale is the guy. I mean, he, he played more tackle than guard, but they're listing him as a guard. guard. And I think that's. Yep going to allow us to clear some deadwood that you know guys that just really haven't played for us yeah like stenberg or is that what you're talking about yeah stenberg is the guy i'm talking about <laughs> all right you know and and i tell you we'll what pour one out for that guy i i'm not i'm not so so much into stenberg as i forgot to write him on the board <laughs> you know <laughs> we, we corrected that last week yeah i know that was last week during the yeah. show yeah. Oh shit, Stenberg ain't up there. Yeah, there's a reason for that, Rich. <laughs> yeah. Take him down I, I, I think his his days are limited, kinda like Zilstra. I, I just Do you buy into the I, receiver thing? Okay, well let's play yeah, let's bring yeah. it up. Let's bring that up because uh we haven't gotten that far yet, Todd. Um, oh, okay. Well, right. we should have. We did the tight end thing already, but right. we'll go back. But no, let's back. go back, because uh, Shane Zilstra is an interesting story here now. that It seems to me, you know, last year when he um, when when the season ended, he was like 340-some, 340, 42, 43 pounds or 200. something like that. Yeah, 200. Yeah, 200. Pounds. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So so now coming, coming into... Uh, yeah, he's uh, down to 215 pounds, you know? Wide receiver range. Which which is what he came into the league as, from what I understand. Yeah. That he came, that Shane Zilstra came into the league as a wide receiver. 
and then converted to a tight end. So with all the weight that he gained, you know, he when he came in to do the combine, uh, I guess he, uh, you know, weighing in at 239 pounds, he ran a 5.040, you know, which is basically as a tight end, you know, uh, six-tenths of a second off Jack Campbell, or uh, not Campbell, but Laporta. Okay. You know, yeah. so... So yeah, yeah, Laporta, you know, was is pretty was considered like one of the fastest tight ends in this draft. Yeah, yeah he, he wowed him. He his his uh, three cone was excellent. Did, you know, a lot of the drills that he did was was spectacular at a guy six foot five and two forty nine. You know. And I might guy. make note too that that this was not at the combine. This was on his pro day. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so so no, you know no. he's basically cross training. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you can't be a, a, a two hundred and fifteen pound tight end. You really can't. You're going to get no. pushed all over the place. Or, or a halfback. So you know he's right. not going that way either. So so you know at six foot five and two hundred fifteen pounds, I kind of want to know how fast this kid really is. I mean, you know, I want to know what what his straight line forty time is, and and see if that weight made any difference in how fast yeah, and he you're is. You're never going to see that. Exactly. That's something that's just <laughs> not ever going to be advertised yeah. unless they're shopping him. I know you might get lucky with like some next gen stat kind of thing that comes out like holy crap right, Zilstra yeah. hits uh, 21 miles per hour in practice you know or something like that right so you know i him try cross training like that's going to make his value go up you know shane zilstra was an undrafted free agent and uh and and uh you know he he's had some success he got with three touchdowns in one game yeah was it, yeah last year so you know he's he's not you yeah, know, he's, he's not a flunky tight end, you know, 27 years old. He's that is the skills. Yeah, it's, that's a scheme. Plus, I think that was the Carolina game, which was completely uh, an outlier. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, you know, it's not something Zilstra did all the time or even right. regularly or even irregularly. It just, boom, there it was. Yeah. Well, I, overall, I'd have to say that, you know, Shane Zilstra is probably becoming a tight end or a wide receiver, but it more than likely he's not going to be a wide receiver for the Lions. If, yeah. You know, because our department is pretty, so full right now. Unless he's just playing for, planning on on uh, you know competing for a spot on the practice squad as a wide receiver, he, just, he might. You know, did all well, unless and games. you and I talked about this before, Randy. Yeah. Unless this is something in the off-season training camp. That that the Lions' offensive regime wanted him to do to have a hybrid, you know, well, it, 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 that's a possibility. That's to a very have good that possibility. Outlier. Yeah, because with Ben Johnson as our offensive coordinator, you really don't know what he's got scheming in between his ears. Because I gotta guarantee you, after these last three drafts. He's got to be like totally drooling at what he's got at his disposal and and what these these players can bring for this offense. I think it's just he 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 made the right decision to stay in Detroit, and uh, I'm really glad that he did, and yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I don't think there's a Lions fan that's not we're glad he did. We're stoked. Right, so so it's For a big sure. question mark still with Zilstra. You know what what what's going on with him, and uh, is, are they doing this so they can like maybe get more trade value out of him, or are they actually got a plan? You know, you if you can switch this up, you know, they tried to do that with with uh, Iggy. It didn't work out. But it seemed to work out with with uh, Cabinda. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know. So another guy that let's get back to the the line for a minute. Sure. Uh, another guy that's lost a lot of weight is Aleener McNeil. Get it? Oh, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. 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 We got Aleener McNeil. A bunch of a bunch of weight lost by that guy. Um, yep. Yep. And that's, yeah, the dancing bear. Dancing bear. That's is better. That's gonna bake him a lot quicker than I don't know how much he lost, and 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 you you guys should know because I this is the first I'd heard that he lost mm. a bunch of weight. So you know, I, like, I think that's great because the three ought something. He's know? not gonna play the, the zero tech anymore. You know that's that's what they brought in the rookie for the, the new guy Martin, Broderick Martin. You know, and and I, they must have a lot of faith in this guy because they gave up three draft picks to move up and take him. And uh, that, to me, was uh, that is interesting. I know. Very you, interesting. You, you were talking about that at the at the kitchen table, you know. Uh, yeah, I want to sure. know why. I mean, why? what what what? I want to see this kid play. And and I mean, you know, the the Campbell didn't give any uh, any well, I, clues away to. to I've heard he's relentless. Yeah, he's a damn. He, he chases after plays. You know, right. I've seen that on some of the. the so he's high motor. High, yeah, and and when you're 335 pounds, a lot of the times, you know, you're on your knees at the line. You're, you're not running down yeah, the field yeah. after a running back. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. Um, well, it, but this uh, is also a small uh, school, right? Yeah, Western Kentucky. Yeah. So Glenn, Glenn had a really good interview where he defended the pick. And and if you listen to that interview, which I highly recommend you do, what he was saying is what he does is plays the team sport as good as he's seen it. Nice. At the, at the position, both the zero and the one techniques, he always takes up two blockers and sometimes three <laughs> and stuffs the middle as good as any young man he's ever seen play the game. These are Glenn's words, yeah, by the way. I'm not making this shiny, up. Pretty shiny words. And here. he said, now, you know, and he went through film with a guy in the interview and he goes, look at what he's doing here. See, he's going to make the play here, but he's taking up two blockers, holding them, holding them, holding them. There, he makes the play, you know, <laughs> tackle for no gain. He nice. goes, now watch, watch what he do does here. He's setting it up so the other people behind him, and he's taking up, three men out of the play so the rest of his teammates can make a play. He goes, that's what we saw in him. Right. And, and he looks at the game. He's a huge man that's intelligent. 
Yeah. How many of those are out there? Yeah, and Randy and, you know, just about everybody was, was into Siaki Ika, who the Lions, you know. Yeah, that's why. Essentially avoided right. that spot. That's you know, why, who I thought they were going to take. I that bandwagon. Yes. Yeah, I thought for sure that's why they were moving up, yeah, you know. You know, but then you look at it, it's like, well, okay, this is a completely different body type. Uh, he's not an aggressive uh, pass rushing uh, nose tackle. He's freaking just a, a mountain. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's, he wears it up up top uh, as opposed to in the midsection, uh, you know, uh, solely in the midsection, you know. Uh, so, and he, te- I assume he, he tested better. I don't know, or not better, but uh, for, for his body type, I assume he tested well, whereas Ika... Uh, was expected to test really well and from from his tape, but but didn't, it, you know. So and that's why he ended up falling to what ninety eight, I think. And who's that? Sika. Sika. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, one ninety six. I think was 96. the pick we did out of Matt. That no, that's where we got we got Broderick at at, at uh, ninety six, and I think Ika went the next one after after Broderick. I, I'm not exactly sure, but I think he was like the next one, or yeah. the next. Yeah, Ike, Ike was Ike. Eight, 98 yeah. to Cleveland. Ika, Siaki Ika. Okay, so it was two picks later. There you go. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and and so, you know the Lions do that, man. I don't know how Brad Holmes is doing this time after time after time, uh, jumping ahead of a team that wants a nose tackle to get the nose tackle they want. Uh, you know, just the way they did with Laporta, uh, you know, whether the other the, the other team was going to take Laporta or not, or or uh, Broderick, you know, is another story. But you, you don't necessarily want to take that chance, you know. Yeah. Well, what what Glenn was saying, this was a guy they were targeting all along, and he also said maybe it wasn't where we we could have got him maybe it wasn't where we should have got him but we knew we could get him there yeah. if the deal was made so you know were they reaching maybe but they really wanted this kid and everything they gave up for him they they got that weekend really. yeah yeah and and it really wasn't you know, highly valued picks. I mean, when you're you're valuing picks as far as trades of picks goes, when it gets into day three, those picks aren't valued nearly as high as day two and day one picks. You know, by a long margin, too. Yeah. So it, it really wasn't a bad deal what they did, but... You know, they didn't have a fourth-round pick, and where Martin was projected to go, you know, they did what they had to do to get him when they wanted him. Yep. It's a theme. It's a, it's a, definitely this year, you know. Yeah, it, well, and it's, it's a guy they were targeting. They just found a place they could take the guy they wanted and got the guy they wanted is what it boiled down to. Yeah. And uh, and from what Glenn was saying, Glenn goes, I want her. 
you know, that was it. You know, they're like, well, who do we need next? Boom, boom. Who's going to fall to us? And he goes, well, Roderick Martin, well, we could trade up and get, you know, trade back into the fourth, do this, that, you know. And, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Holmes is like, no, we could get him. We could get him today. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, do we want to talk wide receivers before we get out of here? Well, I was just trying to move, move along a little yeah, bit here. I got, I, offense, I got, got a couple of segments here, things that I wanted, wanted to talk about, and and uh, you know, okay, remember, we'll do that. Yeah. Remember last year when uh, you know when we started out one six and and everything was like not clicking, you know, and 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 the question, the thing, the, I guess uh, the question was is. When will this team learn how to win? You know, so, you know, learning how to win is is one thing, you know. I, it, it, and uh, Campbell was asked that question, you know, like, you know, what, what, what did it take to, to, uh, to teach these, this team how to win? A lot of losing. Well, no, he, he, he <laughs> referred to a saying that Dan, uh, Bill Parcells and uh, Sean Payton referred to it. He says... The only way to learn how to win in the NFL is to win in the NFL. Oh yeah. yeah. So so you know it's pretty much common you sense. You were saying that before they won. Right, but yeah. but the yeah, and and that's pretty much press the perseverance that this team needed to you know get over the top. They 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 more or less started winning, you know. And, yeah. And once they, it happened, it was a floodgate, you know. Once once the injuries subsided and they got everyone around in the right spot and and it it just started clicking. Yep. And and now you get those guys that were starting last year is some of those guys are, are backups now uh, to to this incoming s- stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, Campbell said another thing that that made a lot of sense too. You know, he says you know a head coach ain't nothing without his staff. He needs. To hire the right guys. If you don't have the right guys in the right place doing the right things at the right time, then yeah, then he sure said, in that. my opinion, it, it ain't shit. You know, pretty much. You know. Yeah. So he did that. So you know, where are the Lions now in comparison to where they were from that one and six start? You know, uh, to win the North, that's where they're at now. Well, uh, right now, yep. Peter King says the Lions are his number six choice in the power rankings. His power yeah. rankings, he has Detroit listed as his number six team. That's about right. Where, where a lot of people have them, I guess, six, seven, eight. Yeah, in, in top ten. Unless you're know? a jerk and have them at 11 or 12. But <laughs> yeah, and, and but Todd, you yeah, are the right. The lowest I've seen him ranked was 13th in all of the power rankings. Yeah, there you go. yeah. See, I don't, I don't really pay attention to that stuff. I mean, I know where my my lions are. I, I in comparison to where they were three years ago, and <laughs> you know, and and it's a lot better team now than I've actually seen in the last 30 years. It's and, funny, too. It's actually a team. Yeah. yeah. Listening to all that draft There's talk. There's difference. It is a team. And, all on the same page. All playing the same game. Yeah. And all, all the national media still were, were calling out the Lions as uh, 32nd in defense last year. Where, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, definitely the first six, seven, eight games. You, yeah. But by the end of the season, anyone that knew anything knew that the Lions weren't 
the worst defensive team in the league anymore. No, they just weren't paying attention. That's the thing. You know, they saw them start out one and seven and say, well, they ain't coming back from this and never paid attention to what they actually did. Yeah. You know, and now they're coming back thinking they know it all about the Lions and they're saying certain things. They go, spitting rhetoric. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, just spitting rhetoric. Yeah. Well, um, uh, the schedules. Well, they got to do... make a living saying something, yeah. whether they know what they're talking about or not. Right. Well, the schedule come out here um, uh, as tomorrow uh, night. Tomorrow night and uh, Thursday tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, as far as it goes, there's going to be six overseas games. Not the Lions. And no game, no overseas games for the Lions. So, yeah. uh, so good. You don't have to get up really, really early in the morning to watch your favorite football team sorry, play. Sorry, Germany. Yes. Very sorry. You know, they're not sorry because we've got sorry. six games. There's just German, the Lions ain't going to be one of them. There's, you know, so. there's German Lions fans. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I follow them on Twitter. Um, so, you know, that, that to me, that's that's good because, you know, we're going to – that was supposed to be, like, scheduled for Kansas City, right? I'll so, beat them anywhere. Well, we're going to be playing them at home now yeah. instead of overseas. No, you it's, know? it's in – Kansas City. Yeah. In Kansas City. Well, that's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Kansas City home, you know. USA home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Inside the it borders be, of our might country. Be, it might be the first game of the season for all I know. I doubt it, though. Probably. It, it, it might know. be a prime time game. Yeah, it could be Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be you know, Thanksgiving or, Day. Or Monday night. <laughs> it could be on Thanksgiving Day for all we know. So no, that's a possibility, heck, that'd be a hell of a game for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, no, it's got a, it's an away game for Detroit, so. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and, and, so and Thanksgiving's happen. never an away game for no, Detroit. We created Detroit. the thing. Yeah, but it's you know it, it, the schedule thing will be fun, definitely. I'm excited to to know for sure yeah. who we're gonna play and when we're gonna play. Yeah, yeah. That that yes, absolutely. It is gonna make life interesting. Oh, uh, you know, then all of a sudden the odds makers are going to be going haywire. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, so I kind now of got time to place your bets. <laughs> you know? All right, well, here, hold on a second now. I got, I got another question for you guys. I want to know, in this draft, who is your favorite draft pick and who was your worst? Who you thought was the best one and who you thought... You you wish they hadn't, <laughs> or something like that. No, well, no. My my original thought with that was, uh, who was yeah, who was the guy that they didn't get that you wanted? Not like who was your worst? because oh, I, I like all the. Picks I've actually got a know. couple, a bunch of them. <laughs> right, yeah. My whole freaking list, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like my favorite uh, pick is definitely. Uh, Jack Campbell, because I I just I never thought there was a a, a path a path to him with uh, the you know where, and he's going to make an impact yeah, with where the Lions were picking. I just didn't think they'd be able to pull it off. But you know what the hell do I know? Yeah. So what what's your least favorite? Well, the, yeah, the the one that I really wanted, uh, or the one, yeah, yeah the one gosh. that. Yeah, um, that we that way we, because they're all good. We, yeah. we we drafted them. Yeah, I like all the picks this year. You know, right, none none of them are so you know, so WTF, yeah. So. Yeah, so which player did you want that they yeah. didn't draft? I was I was into uh, so many. There were, there were a couple, 
a, a good handful of guys. Um, I, I think I'll go with uh, Julius Brintz, the cornerback. Uh, but, you know, it was the kind of thing where he's, he's taller and bigger than anything by, like, four inches, you know, right. than any corner on the team other than Malafonmu. What about so you, know. Ted? I don't know if you, it was even you, a possibility. I'm yeah. sorry, are you done? Well, my favorite yeah. by far is Brian Branch. Okay. The value at where they got him. Gotcha. You know, AA number one, there's your value pick right there in this draft for all teams. Huh. And the Detroit managing to get him with their second pick in day two, it, it still blows my mind. That's a major value pick right there, and the kid is an extreme ball player. Brian Holmes, magic, yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. So, what about uh, what what player did uh, they, did you want the Lions to draft that they did not draft? Um. See, and that's a tough call for me. I know who my least favorite draft pick that we did draft. Okay. Is. Well, if, yeah. All right. If you feel more comfortable with that, go ahead. And it would be Sorsdal because I didn't know anything mm. about him. At all. Okay. And since... And, and it just, you know, it it shocked me to the point. And then it wasn't easy to get film up or any statistics or anything on this kid right away. <laughs> there, Which instantaneously I'm doing because, hey, it's what we do. Right, guys? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So you're uh, saying you it know, was like your so most, like, most frustrating you got to be kidding yeah. me. Who the hell is this kid? Yeah. So right. It's, it's your most frus- frustrating pick, not your least favorite. Really. Right. You're just well, frustrating. Well, I, I, I would say be. Because of that, I, I like having the kid on my team, and the more I know about him now, it makes me happier with the pick. Yeah. But we it it's still driving me crazy because I'm not getting a whole lot of film on him. I'm yeah. getting some. <laughs> no. You know, and that's probably by design. You know, the smoke screen around Detroit is basically kind of still hasn't lifted all the way out yet. You know, um, my favorite pick in this draft is Jamar Gibbs and I it's just it's just because I I've always been a fan of running the damn ball and uh, we had a really good running back room last year but uh, they're all gone now and everything is kind of switched around and I and I like it better this year than I did last year so Jamar Gibbs I think is just Phenomenal. He adds the speed that we've never had. You know, Swift is fast, but he was not four three speed fast. You know. No, no, he would. And uh, so, so yeah, I, I picked. I I wanted um, a running back, and I thought maybe that that the the offensive splash play that they would do early would be a running back, and and uh, but I did not know it was going to be Gibbs. I thought it would be the other one, uh, Bijan. You know, but uh, but hey, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell had Gibbs rated higher than 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 they had Bijan, so that's the guy, and I'm happy about that. Now, as far as it goes with uh, a guy, I'm going to go the same way Rich went. I I the guy that I wanted that they did not draft, probably the most um, 
was uh, uh, Deontay Banks in the second round. Mm -hmm. I really right. thought he was like like that special fit in the Detroit secondary. Right. You know, because, but, and, and I've seen him projected a lot of times to go, but Detroit didn't take him. And, and that's okay. As a matter of fact, I think they even moved back <laughs> from right. the spot where they could could have taken him, you know. So, yeah, so yeah that that's where I'm going. I, I really like Deontay Banks, and, and I was kind of bummed that they didn't take him because I knew kind of, didn't think that they were going to take Weatherspoon in the first round. Right. They were I, looking I, to. I, I could have said Weatherspoon, but uh, that was too obvious. Yeah. I also was re really liking Michael Wilson and uh, his blocking downfield. And, 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 it, and it sounds like actually going back to uh, McKee, the Stanford's quarterback, was right. Michael Wilson's quarterback. I and mean, it sounded like when Michael Wilson got hurt is when Tanner McKee all of his problems started. Right. He was, it was, uh, yeah. And maybe that's, the guy needs weapons, but I think it was more like the weapons made the man more than Yeah, him. well, he got drafted, but he got drafted a lot farther down the line than and than, yeah. than I thought he was going to. Yeah, so. that was, I think, the, the reason that he fell is they, they were like, oh, wait, you know. Yeah. Was it him or the wide receiver? <laughs> yeah. So, so. Well, after the draft, yeah, we're at uh, three Adrian minutes. Martinez time. was nice, but I was hoping Max Dugan would have dropped out of the draft so we could pick him up as an undrafted uh, free agent. Right, yeah. We got three minutes left here, so we're kind of running a little short on time, you know. And a real quick, like we're gonna go. Uh, yeah, the Martinez pick I thought was a great developmental quarterback for your practice squad. Un undrafted free agent. Yeah. Guy, not and, a pick. But right, a, right. Well, yeah, whatever it, you call it. Yeah, undrafted free agent. You know, I I just thought that Detroit bringing him in was, was cool. So, um, yeah. it, it, the offensive tackle from from Baylor, I you know, some of these guys, Jordan. I'm not really sure if they're going to make it, but Darkangelo, I think he's a guy that could be on this 53 and, and Ibram, you know, the other running back, you know. Yeah. Very easily could make this, you know. Code of the wide receiver from UCLA, uh, Notre or is it Notre Dame? No, Oregon. Uh, he uh, he's got a shot too with Jamison being you know down and out. So uh, Swoboda, the offensive lineman, and he's got a, a bit of a uphill battle on on this squad, but uh, we need some. Needs some depth there, so it's a possibility. Yeah, and he'll be battling it out with that uh, with Cecil. Cecil. Uh, yeah, he yeah. Uh, a kid from South Florida. So, but he, the other kid that I think might make the team is is Thomas the fifth cornerback cornerback special teams guy. Yeah, that kid nice. is fast. He's a he'll be a kick returner. Yeah. So the, uh, the Notre Dame kid uh, Joseph is a safety. He. He was Brand, at, he Brand, was Brandon Joseph, Joseph was an All-American when he was at Northwestern. Okay. He transferred then? Yeah, yeah he's a transfer. Yeah. Yeah, lots of that. So with uh, a minute and a half left, I suppose I uh, want to say uh, thank you, Todd, for joining in and uh, giving us uh, your opinions on, on our podcast today. Yeah. And uh, I also want to give a shout-out to my buddy, Dark Lion. Haven't heard from you in a long time, buddy. Ain't seen you on Twitter. I know I ain't been on there much, but and not, well, I've been on there once in a while. And, uh, so, uh, hey, send me a DM. See you later. That'd be cool. Yes, sir. So, um, with one minute left, 45 seconds. 
What else? Well, that's about it then, huh? Well, um, yeah, here we are we'll, up we'll, in Petoskey. Yeah, we'll get to more defense next week, maybe even the wide receivers um, in, in this sort of format that we did today. Right. Well, they'll probably have a little bit more action on the transition wire or the transaction yeah. wire, too. So we'll, we'll talk more about that, too. All right. So, so this that. has been. This has been. The M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Thanks for joining us, Todd. Thanks, Todd. Watch for Dear One Pride. And go Lions. Go Lions. Oh, yeah, that's Randy. And oh, I'm, yeah, that's, I'm Rich. that's Rich. Todd's on the phone. Todd's on the phone. And, and Rich is still.